Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 77 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking with Eric and Jamie Gay about showcasing your personality in business. This was a really fun episode, and it's the first time that we've had a married couple on the show, so I'm excited for you to learn from them. We talk about why it's important for your potential clients to get to know your personality before hiring you and how they came to that decision by the vendors they hired for their own wedding. We also talk about where you can show your personality to your clients so that they know that you're going to be a great fit for them and you know that you are finding the right people. I also ask Eric and Jamie a little bit about what it's like working with your spouse and how they balance the responsibilities of running a business together. Eric and Jamie Gay make up an award-winning husband and wife wedding photography team serving incredible couples throughout the Southeast and beyond. Living by the motto, classic is always current, Eric and Jamie photography capture timeless, joyful wedding imagery to celebrate and preserve the love of the wedding day. Their work can be found in publications like The Knot, Brides, Southern Bride, Yahoo, and Style Me Pretty. Recently named Best Wedding Photographer in their hometown of Birmingham, Alabama, Eric and Jamie photograph over 40 weddings per year, manage two associate photographers and their weddings, and run an in-demand high-end photography business. Even if you are not a photographer, I encourage you to listen to this episode. There are some great takeaways for anybody who's in a service-based business, who is serving clients one-on-one and wants to make sure that they are infusing their personality in their business. Hi guys, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. So I read your bio at the top of the show, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you guys are, where you're from, and how you got started in business? For sure. We are... Eric and Jamie Gay. Um, We're from Birmingham, Alabama, and we are Eric and Jamie Photography. So we are wedding photographers, mostly in Birmingham, but we travel the Southeast and beyond. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've been together about 12 years, and we've been married going on five, so just over four and a half. Um, And we work together all day, every day, and that's the way we like it. Yep. All right. So how did you guys get into wedding photography, and how did you decide to work together? So we, um, we have a lot of friends in photography and they all have this like beautifully romantic story about how they've had a camera in their hand since they were a child. <laughs> we don't have one of those stories. Um, I think I pretty much broke every camera that my parents got for me for Christmas and stuff. Like yeah. I couldn't figure out how to work it and somehow it ended up broken. <laughs> yeah. So we um, were talking about getting engaged ourselves and we were realizing that we really, we loved photography. We loved looking at it even though we weren't sure how to make it happen for ourselves. So we invested in a camera and just started documenting life. Um, And then that kind of happened. It kind of snowballed. So we had friends who were like, hey, take my picture, take pictures of my children. And we finally had a friend who said, take my wedding photos. And we said, no, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Um, um, She was very convincing, though. And we finally, we did our first wedding for her for free. And it was not terrible (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't awful the product was was better than than we thought yes and we really enjoyed it she had a whole lot of bridesmaids um some of those bridesmaids hired us for their wedding 
And it just snowballed into what it is today. And it was kind of something that we didn't plan on or even remotely think would happen, but we're really, really glad that it did. Right. And and I think, you know, when we really started this or when we kind of discovered that we had an interest in this, like it was almost like we didn't know what we liked, but we kind of knew what our eyes didn't really prefer. So we just kind of used, you know, our intuition and kind of went from there. And that's kind of how everything started. Yeah. Okay. And you guys have been working together in this business the whole time then. Yep. So neither one of us really knew what we were doing. We figured it out (laughs) as we went. Um, My husband here, he is the techie one. So a lot of times he would kind of learn how to do a new technique or learn how to use a new piece of gear that we had. And then he would teach me because I'm very much a visual learner and he is very much a tech genius. So it helped. Well, and, you know, it, I think it's cool for us, too, the fact that we kind of started this from day one together as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, we follow so many people who, especially husband and wife teams who, um, like, one of them had the interest first and then, like, kind of grew the business and then it came time for the other person to go full time with them. But um, I just think it's fun that we kind of figured this whole thing out together from the start. Yeah, so. and we kind of have, like, a mutual vision for our business. We kind of had the same style for our photography from the start. so. And for our clients, I think that that kind of helps too, because hopefully when they look through, you know, their wedding photos, they don't know who took what, because we really did learn at the same time with the same equipment from the same school of thought. You know, we, we have our weaknesses on our own, but together we kind of joke and we say that we come into this like ninja form of a photographer, (laughs) which helps. It helps. Awesome. So today we are talking about showcasing your personality in business. And when we had talked earlier, this was something you guys were really passionate about and making that a part of your business has been really important. So I'd love to know why that is so important to potential clients to get to know you before they decide to hire you. Well, I think that it's kind of like a new way of purchasing. I think that the younger generation and we as millennials are kind of doing is we are not just, you know, pulling out the yellow pages and calling the first person in the photography section. We are looking at websites, we're looking at social media, we're watching Instagram stories. We're filling out the work and the work is a given, but I think we as millennials are looking at the person who is providing the service for us. Um, And we've really noticed that that's how a lot of our brides and grooms are shopping for a photographer. And we've really learned that as we get along with our clients, we really think that the photos are even better for it. Right. And I also think to go back to the whole like millennial mindset of everything, I almost think that it's like, you know, everybody has a face now on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's super important to show who you are because if you don't, it's almost like, okay, well, what am I getting myself into? Like, can I even really relate to this person? You know, coming from a potential bride or groom's perspective, it's like, who who am I even talking to here? Um, You know, they want to see people want to see faces, they want to see personalities. And it's just, it's the way the world is. And I think that the world is actually better for it that way. Yep. And so for us, we're, we're obviously wedding photographers, and we are around a bride and a groom for somewhere between eight and 12 hours on the most important emotional day of their life. So we have found that it's really important that we get along. Um, and we always use the example of like, your florist, you don't necessarily have to be besties with your florist as long as your bouquet is really, really beautiful and your florals are wonderful. For us, I kind of mentioned this before, but I feel like when, when someone contacts us, it's because they've seen our work. 
But more than that, when they decide to hire us, it's because they think that we're a good fit. So we try to put our personality on the internet in advance so they can, you know, maybe they know our cat's names. Maybe they know um, that relationship is their, their relationship and their marriage is going to be in the forefront of their mind. And maybe that leads them to make the decision to hire us instead of the other five photographers they're probably looking at. Right. And just to, to close that out, I also feel like it's super important, obviously, for the bride and the groom to feel super comfortable on their wedding day. That is like our number one goal is for them mm -hmm. to be able to soak it all in as much as possible. But I also feel like from their perspective as well, you know, they want their friends and family to have a really good time on the wedding day too. So they want to be able to bring somebody in that's going to be, you know, an encourager and somebody that they think that their friends and family can also get along with too on the wedding day. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And you guys work specifically with weddings and couples, but this applies to so many service providers because people on the internet are no longer looking for, okay, what's the cheapest, what gets me what I need. They actually want to get along with the person that they're working with. And I think that is a very different mindset than, okay, you know, they have availability, they're not too expensive, their work looks okay. We'll just go with that. Exactly. Yep. All right. So I'd love to know how your experience hiring a wedding vendors impacted the way that you chose and choose to show up in your business now. So we were married uh, almost five years ago and we were doing photography before it and we loved photography. And so I got a ring on my finger and then I called my mom and then I called a photographer <laughs> because I knew, like, I knew exactly who I wanted. And we wound up meeting with this photographer who does phenomenal work here in our city. And um, we actually wound up hiring a different photographer, not because photographer number one was not fantastic, but because when we met with photographer number two, we really felt like we got along. We felt like he would bring joy and a good attitude and organization to our day. We got married pretty fast. We got married in four months because my mom was sick and we wanted her to be at the wedding and we wanted her to be healthy and happy. Um, so we did it pretty fast. And so that was another reason why it was so important to me to have somebody a part of the wedding day that I felt like I could connect with, that I felt like I was comfortable with. Because, you know, just real talk, we were probably going to, we we're probably going to cry a little bit on our wedding day, like a lot of people mm -hmm. do. We were probably going to have happy tears and sad tears. And then I look back to like, our first look, we chose the first look for our wedding day. And when I first saw Eric, I cried. He cried a little bit. I cried harder. We, <laughs> we kissed. We made out a little bit, you know, like couples do. And it was not awkward to me whatsoever. Like I was completely comfortable being myself with my photographer. He was almost like an extension of the wedding party. And it's, it's a decision that I'll never regret going with photographer number two instead of photographer number one. Because I knew that I would get wonderful photos out of both of them but that there was one that was going to make my day super happy. Um, and to this day, he, you know, tells us happy anniversary. We run into him. It's like seeing an old friend. And I really, really value that relationship. Yeah. And it's funny, you know, hearing Jamie recount all of that stuff from our wedding day, it's almost to me like we were subconsciously like banking all of those experiences in our head that we had with, uh, with our vendors. And it was like this, it was almost like that was the start of how, we wanted oh, to, totally. to run our business, mm -hmm. right? So it was almost like, here, remember this, remember this, remember this. This is a good thing. And so this, that's exactly how we chose to and how we want to you know, run our business and treat our couples and everybody that we come in contact with. Yeah, and I think 
for so many of us, the way that we run our business has been impacted by either people that we've worked with in the past or companies that we've worked for in the past because we see things done the way that we like and we see th sometimes things that we don't like. And yeah. when we run our own business, we get the chance to kind of decide that for ourselves. There's not already a company culture to fall into. That's exactly right. Yes, very good point. Do you know what your dream clients see when they come to your website? The only way to figure out how your dream clients are using your website and what makes them leave is to ask them. I've created a special UX test guide that you can get at lemonandthesea.com slash UX test. Inside, you'll learn how to structure a user experience test to get the best results, 18 questions to help you really see your website through their eyes, and my favorite way to find dream clients to help you. You need to look at every stage of your client's journey from landing on your website to completing the final goal through their eyes so that you know what to change right now to start converting more visitors into clients. Get the guide at lemonandthesea.com slash UX test. Okay, so why do you think your clients specifically are drawn to your personality before even they're concerned about the work that you're doing? So we talked a little bit about it before, but aside from, I just think that that's how people are shopping these days. The product is a given. You know, you want high quality and you want, you know, a job well done. But the customer service and the personal brand that they're seeing, you know, and we like to use social media and blog posts to talk about each couple and to talk about what was so wonderful about their wedding day and to talk about, you know, the adventures, you know, wandering around downtown Birmingham took us on. And hopefully other brides are seeing that and they're wanting that for themselves. Okay. So you mentioned that you guys do a lot of kind of this personality showcasing on social media. So how can listeners, if they're thinking, this is something I want to do. I want to connect more personally with my clients. Where can they do that? And how can they kind of show off who they are online before clients reach out to them? Um, I really think that obviously your website is a huge factor in that. And I think like Instagram and things where people are going to, you know, initially find you places where people are going to initially find you. I mean, I think your website is definitely number one. Like if you, don't show who you are pretty upfront um, and pretty immediately on your website, then, you know, I think it'd be really easy for somebody just to get disinterested and think, well, I don't really know what I'm getting myself into. Let me go find something else. And definitely Instagram is huge right now. Um, everything from Instagram stories, live videos, all that good stuff. I think it really gives people a look into everyday life specifically for us. You know, we'll post, Obviously, we'll post things related to our couples and brides and grooms and wedding days and things like that. But then, you know, we'll just post a random video of something weird that one of our cats did. Yeah. And I think it's like, you know, you have to have that mix of personal and business things yeah. on pretty much every outlet that you, that you advertise on. And it opens conversations. So I can't tell you how many times that we've, you know, posted our cat on Instagram stories or told a joke to Instagram stories or told a funny marriage story on our Instagram stories and we've had brides and grooms and potential brides and grooms message us and say, oh, your cat's so cute. Oh, we do that too. Oh, we're at that concert too. So it kind of opens the door for communication and we really believe that it leads to more leads and it leads to people asking questions and it leads to us booking more wedding days. So do you guys find that 
the people that are finding you through Instagram stories and who are really seeing your personality are kind of your dream couples that they're a really good fit for your personality? Yes. Yes. That's an excellent point because I'm sure that there are people watching who are like, oh, I'm a dog person. I don't, (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. But I'm sure that there are people who probably watch our Instagram stories and look at our Facebook and our Instagram and they use the information that they gain to make a decision, probably even away from us. It might even lead to another photographer. Just like we had the story about meeting with photographer number one and photographer number two, we might be photographer number one for some people and it might lead them to shy away from us and to go to somebody else. But we know that the people who are engaged on our social media and they do decide to go with us, that it usually is a fantastic fit and it works out for the better. Yeah. And I think that we came to the realization um, pretty quickly that I think in any business, you can't be everything to everyone. Oh, yeah. And so I think we still feel that if somebody watches, they kind of absorb us and our personalities and kind of get the gist of who we are and what we do. If we're not their cup of tea and they go find somebody who is, we still feel like we have served them oh, totally. because yeah. we, you know, we want them. It's not like we can be everybody's wedding photographer. You know, we want everybody to find somebody who they're comfortable with um, and who they really jive with and can make their wedding day the best it can be. So that's, I think it's a win-win. So have you guys ever had a client or even a potential client that was not a great personality fit for you? I'm going to be totally honest. I know it's such a cliche answer, but really we have not. We haven't had like the bridezilla experience that a lot of our um, friends have ran into. And I really think that it's because it's kind of a mixture of the personality thing that we're talking so much about. And it's a mixture of customer service and word of mouth. So we work with a group of amazing brides and grooms each year. And those amazing brides and grooms usually have amazing friends So that's why we're so grateful for word of mouth and for the good fit that we have with a lot of our couples because they're sending similar brides and grooms to us. So um, I just don't think we could ask for anything more as far as that. Yeah. And I also think that client communication um, aspect of this has a lot to do with it too. So we do a lot of communicating sometimes Mm -hmm. um, between initial inquiry and kind of setting up a meeting time and then meeting these couples and getting to know them and then maybe having a few more emails and then like before things actually become official, there's a lot of communication that goes on. And I think that, you know, a lot of chances to get out a lot of chances for them to (laughs) a lot of chances. Yeah. For them to be like, no, they're really not the right ones. Right. So, you know, the couples that we do work with, we've really like bonded and developed this relationship with them that they're like super comfortable with the whole process. Mm -hmm. um, By the time that they end up, you know, signing a contract with us and determining that we're the best fit for them. Yeah. I'd love to know a little bit about how you guys insert this personality into kind of the onboarding process and getting to know a client before they book. Because I think, you know, we understand in some ways that we have to show who we are on social media and even talk about it on our website. But when it gets to like sending those emails that someone says, okay, I'm interested in working with you, we get really formal and we are kind of afraid to show off our personality because we are so concerned with, you know, looking the best for our clients. So how do you guys balance those things? I think the number one thing is, you know, there's always exceptions, but we always try to get them in the office to meet with us. That's when, you know, and I'm I'm talking from a photography aspect and I know that, you know, it's different for all businesses, but typically the consultation is when um, you really learn if you're a good fit or not. 
And that's when people feel comfortable to start telling you what they're really expecting. That's when people pull out their Pinterest boards. That's (laughs) when people, you know, and so, and that's when you kind of learn that, oh, this bride is not really looking for our type of photography. She's looking for dark and moody or, oh, this bride is getting married at nighttime and there's going to be no sunlight. She's about to hire a, a primarily natural light photographer. We might not be the best fit. And that's where we can like sit down and talk this all out, really find out what they're looking for and then really gauge if that's something that we can give them or not. And if you are not in uh, a business where you have like in-person consultations or meetings beforehand and Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, I think it's like you said, it's kind of an instinct to get super formal when people start contacting you. But I think it's also super important to have like a balance of some humanity in there too, because you don't want to, you know, you don't want your website and your social media and everything beforehand to be super personable and like, Hey, here's me in the park with my dog. And then when they contact you and you're like, dear sir or madam, you know, very <laughs> formal, concern. <laughs> you know, you want to be able to lay out your business professionally, but also still keep that part of you, you know, natural and, um, relatable, really. I think it's, you got to have a mixture of both or else you're just, you know, you're going to drive people away, I think. Yeah. I love that you guys do in-person consultations. And I know that's not going to work for everybody. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, some of us don't work with people in person, but there's always an opportunity to get on the phone or get on a video call. And that can be huge for me. Like that call is where I get to know what somebody's actually looking for, like you guys said, and can I work with them? Do I think that, you know, the work that I can do is what they're looking for? And do I think their personality is going to be a good fit with what I'm kind of best at doing? Yeah. Isn't technology great? Yeah, it's really cool. Let's have a virtual meeting. Right. I love it. Yeah. And I also love that you guys talked, you know, about those emails that you're sending to people what I have found that works for me is I use a software that helps me. So I have some like pre-written emails, but I have learned to add my personality into them. And a lot of it I pulled from emails that I had sent clients that I had gotten to know. And I said, this is how I normally talk to somebody. So this is what I want to include when I'm sending somebody that first email. Um, mm-hmm. So do right. you guys have like those automation tools in your business? We do. We don't have a full scale client management software. I'm not sure if that's because we're so set in our ways, <laughs> um, but we, we do. We use Trello for each individual client, have boards on each client according to um, what package they've purchased. Um, we have email drafts, like you mentioned, and, and we do the same thing. We try to, we'll pull up the draft and then it just makes life easier that it's already written. Um, but then we'll try to, um, you know, I'll remember if we talked about her pets or where she got engaged or where she goes to school. And I'll try to, you know, I I want her to know that I was listening to her and that her story is important to me. So even though I am using my draft emails, like we all do, um, I try to put in like the personal tidbits that make her feel listened to and important to us. Right. And we never want it to be obvious that there's any other type of you know, writing in there. We don't want it to, you know, obviously to seem like this is a pre-written thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's because we're answering the the same questions for Mm -hmm. a lot of different things. And so we just have like a little tidbit of something that's, that answers that question. And then um, the rest is, is catered to them. Yep. 
Okay. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what it's like working with your spouse um, because you are the first people that we've had who are a married couple. Oh, wow, sweet. So I'd love to know what that's like and how you guys balance that being both doing this full time. Um, well, like we said before, we've, we've been together coming up on 12 years. So, I don't know if we said that before. Yeah, I think I, I, think I said that. Oh. I think so. <laughs> and so um, we have just always, from the beginning, we just love spending time together. And we've always had kind of like a dream of one day being able to do something together. Mm-hmm. We and just didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it was. And now we're able to like live out that reality and understand that for some people, they wouldn't necessarily want to work with their spouse or whatever. And that's totally cool. But for us, that was kind of always um, like a goal for us. And we always say, especially over through our business and through these years that we've been working together, that we're stronger together and, you know, we can do some things separate or whatever, but then when our minds come together, um, we think that we're definitely stronger. And then also that if either of us is not super strong in an area where the other is definitely stronger. Um, So we really balance each other out when it comes to really anything, life and business. Mm -hmm the kind of negative aspect to working with your spouse that we're kind of working on, we're a work in progress (laughs) Um, is, you know, when we were in our corporate jobs, it was, you know, eight to five and we would clock out right at five, make sure our work was done, rush home because we wanted to spend time together after work. We wanted to grab dinner and meet friends. Um, And that time was really, really precious to us when we weren't in the office. So now here we are, you know, working from home together all the time and we're, we're facing some really like workaholic tendencies, yeah, I'd yeah. say, because, you know, he's right next to me. Why do I have to <laughs> shut my computer to spend time with him? He's been here all dang day, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're working a little too much or as not as smart as we could, I think. So that's something we're working on. The whole work-life balance that everybody's trying to achieve. Yeah. We're, we're right there with them. <laughs> yep. I think that's hard even for people who don't work with their spouse. Right. Um, because we're so passionate about what we're doing and mm-hmm. we just want to do it all the time. <laughs> yep. It's becoming a problem, but we're going <laughs> to fix it. <laughs> so how do you balance your responsibilities with each other? Like, how do you guys decide who is going to do what and how you handle that? So when we started, um, you know, like we kind of told you before, we, we didn't exactly know what we were doing. It was kind of a, a free for all. It was kind of a free for all. <laughs> and we were doing a lot of things together. And I mean, like in ridiculous ways, like we were sitting down and writing every email together and making sure that we both agreed on what was saying. We were editing photos together and making sure that we both agreed that it was the best edit. And, you know, as more clients came in and as time constrictions started happening, we kind of just learned the hard way that we can't both have our hands on everything in the business. And well, so it was essentially like there was one person you yeah. know, working in this husband and wife team. And then we finally, you know, were able to scale it to where it was actually two people. Yeah. And we're lucky that our natural strengths kind of line up with what, you know, our tasks are and our responsibilities are in the business. So Eric, he comes from an IT background, super techie, super nerdy. So he does a lot of our behind the scenes stuff. He's the photo editor. He builds the websites. He does the Photoshop and InDesign and all that good stuff. And I come from a marketing and public relations background. So I'm doing a lot of the client communication and the social media and the blog posts. And it just, it happened naturally because it had, it had to happen. It had to happen, yes, yes. <laughs> or we would have fallen apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just would have been very constricting for growth. And then it was a very organic thing for us. And I think just after time, 
it's, we learned what who was better at yes, what. Yes, we just learned who was better at what, and then we've kind of hit our stride, and we have our own individual tasks now, and we're not always looking over the other shoulder and making sure that you know XYZ is done and T's are crossed and I's are dotted. Yep. So are there still things, and I'm assuming there are, that you guys come together to work on? Yes. Typically, those are like the big picture projects we are always um, sitting down together with day-to-day tasks. I don't think we do anything together. You're on the other side of the room. Yeah, I know. I don't think so. It's like we're in the room like pretty much all day yeah. together, but sometimes we don't say anything to each other for hours because we're just working on our, our things. But yeah, if there's any like brainstorming that has to be done, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost immediate. If I have an idea, I don't really sit on that idea and wait and wait and wait until I bring it up. It's always like, hey, what do you think about this? And so yeah. that's when we kind of use our brain power to work together. All right. So I'd love to know if there's anything else you guys want to share about showcasing your personality or working with your spouse that we haven't covered already. I just think that there is, you know, I touched on this before, especially expressing your personality. I think that there's that line that you have to tiptoe between being personable and professional. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's very, very important to keep it, you know, top of mind pretty much all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think that you can go, you can go too far. I mean, we can go too far on either side. Oh yeah, totally. We could totally get on our, you know, on our social media and, and show, and I think it would be refreshing for a little bit, but we could totally show the days that our life just feels like a big mess. Um, but we want our, we want our clients to feel taken care of and like they can really trust us and like we're organized and we will be, you know, the best photographers for them on their wedding day. So of course we do kind of like rein in the the negativity if it's ever present in our lives but we do want them to, you know we'd want to show our best self on social media and that and the and the photographer that we will be for their wedding day right exactly right so it sounds like you guys are kind of you have a brand personality together and that's what you're showing it's it's not this is just my whole life that I'm putting out there yeah, right. <laughs> yeah it's right. still curated and it makes sense for your clients but it's who you are yes absolutely well, and we, you know, we think that nobody has a perfect life, but you know, when you're dealing with, when you're running a business or whatever, I think it's, it's very important to, to like mm-hmm. Jamie said, show your best self because I mean, that is who you are. Right. Okay. So I might be putting guys on the spot a little bit here, okay. uh, <laughs> but I like to share just action steps with listeners. So are there three action steps that listeners could take to just start doing more of this in their business? Ooh. Okay. So I would, and this is, you know, this is probably good advice for me too. Um, (laughs) Preaching to the choir. Yeah. Preaching to the choir. Whenever something super special happens. So we like to showcase and, and, and not in a, you know, bragging way, but when we have just an angel bride and groom who give us a gift or who leave us a great review or who want to take a selfie with us or who want to, you know, grab coffee to talk about stuff before their engagement session. We like to showcase that because it's number one, it's true. But number two, it shows that we're there for our couples and that people who have hired us in the past are enjoying, you know, what they've paid for and who are, who feel like they've made a decision. So, you know, when you're busy, show it. When you have a great client, show it. When your clients are loving on you, show it. Because I think that that shows potential clients in the future that you're a hot commodity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we all want in business, right? We we want to see them in demand and that people are wanting to, you know, work with us and spend time with us and so we can spend time with them on their wedding days and Mm -hmm. specifically. I also think that 
the, the little things that you can do to infuse personality are things like your be like super intentional and creative with like your Instagram bio or something like that. Mm-hmm. You have like a limited number of characters to use there. But if you just put like a little bitty blurb about kind of like who you are and like things that you're interested in. Something that someone can relate to. Something that people can relate to. You always want to be relatable. And I think definitely, you know, showing your face on your website pretty immediately mm-hmm. is super important. If you're in that kind of like service-based business, because like we said, you know, before, we think it's super important um, that people want to know who they're working with. For sure. Yes. That's a big one as a website designer that I always have to convince people to put their face on their website, but it is huge for business. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get a lot of pushback with that? I do. It usually takes mm-hmm. some convincing, but mm-hmm. people find that once they've done it, it's a whole lot less scary mm-hmm. and it serves them well because their clients want to kind of see who they are and who they're going to be working with. Yep. And I also think it's doubly challenging if you're working in like the creative field, because as creatives, we're like so proud of our product and we're so proud of um, the services we provide and stuff that it's almost like we're like shying away from putting ourselves out there. Like photographers, you know, obviously if we have beautiful image, we want to display those beautiful images and not necessarily us, us, right? We want to be kind of in the background and be like, here, look at my, my work, my artwork or whatever. And we want to put, you know, the portfolio first or something mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, in the end, it's such a relational thing that, that's just the way the world is right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So as we wrap up, I've got a couple of questions. And the first one is, can you give me an example of how serving your clients well has benefited your business? Yes, yes. definitely. Yeah. Word of mouth is king. everything to us. So we have tried a few different forms of advertising. We've taken out full page ads in magazines. We've done bridal shows. And what has gotten us you know, more business than anything is just investing in our clients. So we'll do things like client gifts and welcome gifts. And then we try to just, you know, I I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but we want them to feel so loved and encouraged and celebrated that they just can't help but go tell their friends that Eric and Jamie Photography treated them great. And hopefully that leads to their bridesmaids booking us and their bridesmaids sisters booking us. And then you know, the, the general idea is that we have this circle of clients who are all wonderful and who all are just like a pleasure to serve and get to know. Mm-hmm. And I also think that if you're in a, like a one-on-one face-to-face business, like we are the perception and the visual aspect, like when you're working with the client and you're like just treating them super well, like on a wedding day and you're, you're being super encouraging and super happy and uplifting, you know, people take note of that. And, you know, we've had brides and grooms from when they were a bridesmaid or a groomsman before come up to us and say, yes, we just remember how, like, how fun you made the day and like how happy uh, mm-hmm. you guys were and how excited you were to, you know, work alongside our friend on our wedding day. And I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. So we are shooting a wedding next weekend. No, this weekend, this weekend the yeah. 8th. Um, and she was a bridesmaid in a former wedding. And Eric and I try to you know, tell jokes. Sometimes they're self-deprecating humor. That's okay. If they're laughing at us, it's fine as long as Most they're laughing. Most of the time, they're just dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but there was this one particular moment where, you know, the day was kind of, you know, in a rush and we hadn't eaten all day, but there were a few photos that we wanted to take before we sat down and ate. And so I took a plate of chicken nuggets and I was feeding Eric and we noticed some bridesmaids were watching. So we were just being goofy with it. She, and yeah. <laughs> she was feeding me like when I had a camera up against nuggets. my face. As he's taking photos. And then fast forward like a year and a half and we get an email from one of those bridesmaids that said, 
I remember how you made us laugh when you were feeding Eric chicken nuggets. <laughs> and we're now shooting her wedding on Saturday, and it's going to be amazing. And she's been incredible. So that's just kind of a story of like, that's our goal, whether we're sick, whether it's a bad day. Someone did it for us when we got married. Someone made us feel like the center of the universe and so loved that, you know, even though we do this 40-ish times a year, this couple's getting married once in their whole life. And so we always try to keep that at the forefront of our head because we've seen the chicken nugget story and we've seen how we get these amazing brides who come from other amazing brides and that it just brings nothing but success is just being good to people and making people laugh and putting that out in the front end um, has been really helpful for our business. Yes. People always remember how you made them feel. Yep. Awesome. Okay. So tell me two things you're loving right now. They can be business or life and you can each do one or you can do two. Okay. You do it. <laughs> okay. I've got one. Okay. Mine. <laughs> the thing I'm loving right now is the office. As in so, the TV show, not our home. Yeah. Office. Not the, <laughs> the TV show, the office. So we have never watched it. All of our friends have. They're always making office references. We've never known what they're talking about. So now we're watching The Office and we feel like, you know, a member of society. Like we can We feel like them. we crawled out of a hole. <laughs> yeah. So I love The Office. Yeah. So What's yours? Yes. We are completely laughing our head off every day. Yeah. Um, for me, I really think like we're, we're kind of in the middle of kind of trying to update our house a little bit. And I am not the most handy person yep. in the world. Like... If I say, hey, I really want to do this to the house, it'll take about an hour. She'll say, yeah, right, because I know that <laughs> that means it'll turn into three days because something will go wrong because I'm touching it. Yep. And so, <laughs> yeah, she's like, yes. Um, so really, it's been like we will try something and sometimes we'll do things okay, but then the rest of the time we'll end up having to like hire somebody to come finish our work. Yeah. But so we've had like this slow like kind of change aesthetically in our house. Um, like doing a little bit of a kitchen remodel and remodeling our bathrooms a little bit. So that's been really fun to kind of really fall in love with our house even more. So yeah. we really like that stuff. Awesome. Okay. So what are you guys excited for that's coming up in the future? We're going to be married for five years. Yeah. Five soon. years is coming up. So that's really, that's really exciting. I have demanded. Yes. I have demanded some sort of anniversary uh, vacation. <laughs> But I'm not sure. We're, we're still talking about it. It's going to be somewhere awesome. It's going to be somewhere awesome. Doing something awesome. I Doing something awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we like to cruise. So uh, we, we might end up back on a ship again. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. And my final question is where can people find you guys online? Uh, we are at ericandjamiephoto.com. And then all of our social outlets like Facebook and Instagram are at ericandjamiephoto. So we try to keep it all consistent. So yeah, that's pretty much where anybody can find us. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I loved talking about this. I think it's something that's really important in business and people aren't quite sure how to do this. So hopefully this will give them some ideas of how to just make their personality a little bit more of what they're putting out there. Thank you, Samantha. Well, we are, yeah, we appreciate it very much. We're super like passionate about this whole thing. So we could probably talk for days about it. So we just appreciate, you know, you give us a little bit of time and, and uh, getting to chat about it. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.